We're back to the warehouse for the third Blitzball battle. It's old versus older. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about Blitz Boys. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Ho, Peter. Uh, Another elimination game in the books. Wow. Another result that um, I'm sure a lot of people didn't see coming. And wow. I hope you brought your glass of milk because it was a good one. Uh, I didn't bring a glass of milk. I brought a cup of milk, you fool. Damn it. Yep. Let's rock We've and roll. We've done this every week. And I've, so far, <laughs> back to back weeks now. We just listened to the song. Back to back weeks now. I fucked it up. Back to back episodes. I think the, Sorry. the chocolate milk must have gotten in your head. I guess You're so. all hopped up. All, all hopped up on the chalk. Speaking of chocolate, I ate a bunch of chalk. I had uh, I had a bunch of chalk. Oh, that's kind of funny. You just said the same thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, I don't know if you're, I said I was tired. I don't know if Peter's also tired. Exhausted, <laughs> exhausted. We, I just came off of a a chalk bender four day four day vacation <laughs> from work, quote unquote. It's like two weekend days and then two days that I had off. Yeah. Um. So last night. Today was my first day back at work. Last night, my wife and I got to bed at like one thirty. Mm. First um, days back really yeah. kill you, and you're supposed to come back refreshed from a long weekend. I'm always more tired as soon as I get back. Always more tired as soon yeah. as I get back. That's what my good friend has told me before. Who's that? Good friend. Oh. Got to pay to know. Ooh, <laughs> Peter's Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> my Patreon guys pay to know who my good friend is. <laughs> and you pay five dollars. It's you. <laughs> five dollars. You're my good friend, actually. <laughs> All of my good friends give me five dollars. That's true. All right, Brennan, get to burn. Burning already? Oh my boing, god. Boing, boing. Okay, let me burn. compose myself because I've I warned you this is my favorite one I've ever done. Okay, get to burn it. Which means you're gonna dislike Quit it. Put your yapping okay. and get to burn it. Get your yapping and start yapping. Quit your yapping, start yapping. A boing. It's old and young versus old and hung, and in another elimination game. Dan Rourke can't find the zone, so Ploof comes in to escape any Dan. Oh my god, Trevor just got mercyed on three batters? Rotten comes up to bat and is more lost at the plate than Jack Shepard. They finish the inning scoring at no runs. Trev back on the mound is able to stop the bleeding this time, but team morale is further down than the bottom of the hatch and lost. Ploof hits a solo home run in the bottom of the second, but Drew Davis is able to shut down Rotten for good as their playoff hopes are as lost as the characters in the TV show Lost. Wow, good one. You like it? Was that the end? <laughs> yeah. So abrupt. Uh, <laughs> well, who is Jack uh, Skeleton? Nope. Who's Jack Shepard? Jack Shepard is the main character on Lost. Wow, so it was a lost only. <laughs> yeah. So lost that I didn't even tell you the guys the final score. Final score five to one. Team Rotten five is eliminated. One. Hook line Sanders Hey guys, if you haven't heard of it before, there's this really cool TV show called Lost. Yeah. Uh, I haven't you should seen give it, it a look. I haven't seen it. Give it a little look. See, read a couple books on it. Uh, I've never seen it. Brendan's never seen it. Um, my friend Mike has seen it. So go to him for not the same friend. As before, yeah, different. Go to him for a lost review. Uh, I heard that there's some guys who get lost. Yeah, I I first found out about it in in this burn. Sorry, (laughs) you just spoiled it. NYCFC almost scored. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you felt bad about the spoiler you just gave for the TV show. No, I'm watching uh, my favorite soccer team right now, and we stink right now. So that goal would have been really big for me and my morale. If you want to follow for Sad Boy, mm-hmm. your your morale would have been on as Twitter. far down as uh, the hatch and lost. All I do, all I do on Twitter is complain about this team. So follow me, Peter Posk. Yeah, follow um, Peter. He yeah, does a really good job in this podcast where he talks about Blitzball and watches TV yep. outside. In the, middle of the, in the middle of the episode, job talking about soccer, <laughs> as evidenced by my failed podcast. Uh, that was a soccer one. Uh, I got the prediction right. Yeah, I had you too much. I don't know. I had not. so much hope in Forgotten Rotten. I really wonder if the old got to ploof and Rourke just didn't have it anymore either. I I think maybe all the fast food caught up with it. I'm not sure, but. Something to, happened to Rourke, something for happened sure, because this is not the Dan Rourke that we were used to. Yeah. I mean, so um, it starts, and he ha- he says he has the yips, which is hysterical that he just outright says, I got the yips, I can't flinch, I can't pitch, I got he nothing. Didn't, he didn't even say it. He screamed it. <laughs> also, to so tell the other team, like, everyone saw that he didn't have it, but to outright yeah. scream to the whole warehouse, I don't have it, I got the yips, it's one of the funniest Moylan's things. Moylan's face, <laughs> when he said that, was priceless. Like, you don't say Priceless. that. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about this today, this morning, um, while I was driving to work. But I believe that now has come to the time of the tournament where I'm no longer going to pick the winners based on who I think is going to win, and I'm only going to pick the winners based on uh, me, my fandom, which I announced at the beginning of the tournament was for Hookline. Uh-huh. So they're going to win the whole thing, book it. So you like you Hookline more than we got Ice. Wow. And you love Zell, you say. I do because uh, Dan Canobio big time won me over in roulette. And I said, I yeah. want this guy to yeah. win. Yeah, he's great. Plus, Jack's already won. Honestly, and Drew Davis has really put on a show this tournament. I think he's a really he's a big unsung hero so far this tournament. And I, Drew Davis. There's some people out there that might not be able to hit his weird pitch. Drew Who Davis. Who knows? Has very quickly in this tournament become one of my favorites. Which it, I feel like we're seeing a lot more personality out of him that we didn't see in the first two iterations of yeah. Blitzball Battle. And he's hitting. I feel, like, I feel like in the past he's been he's been in all three Blitzball he's Battles. He's not just hitting. He's demolishing the ball. Right. Leading he used to him be, and Sammy. He used to be a pitcher only. They both got three. Lead, wow. They both got free. They both got free. Um, but, you know, the first inning was pretty huge. Dan gets two walks, and then in the fastest... <laughs> Way possible, literally so without wasting a batter. Five batters, five runs. <laughs> That's insane. Can't get better than that. I mean, can't. So when, when Rourke comes out of the game, like, okay, he's got to take some time, clear his head, Ploof will get out of this relatively unscathed, and then Rourke will come back and hopefully have collected himself. That is yeah. the furthest thing from what happened. Not, not even nope. close. <laughs> not even Trevor, close. we saw a completely new side of Trevor. We've never really seen Trev like muttering to himself on the mound before. Um, you know, the booth was getting in his head. It's just a new Trevor that we saw, and it was not a Trevor for the better. No, but it was kind of funny. I mean, he was in, he was entertaining <laughs> at the very least. It was very funny. He threw everything onto the field. We got another <laughs> hats on the field situation. We got booze. I love a good some some of some booze. Yeah. Love yeah. Dan Canobio. I love Drew Davis. Yeah, I, I feel They're bad for Denmark. Uh, Denmark's been great so far as tournament. It's just uh, it's sad to see him go out like this. Yeah, I, I he was a shell of himself. You yeah. saw in the last game how good Dan could be, and then in this game we saw the duality of Dan, where he just was yeah. not good. Makes, makes you he almost got a wonder. Single. 
if momentum that was real or it. not. I, 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 the whole post game was supposed to be about oh, last last game when they played last and they they interviewed Dan and the, all, the whole conversation was about momentum and how good his confidence uh, how, how good this game lifted his confidence is going to propel him to the next game and it's going to really set him on fire for the rest of the tournament and then gets here and for no reason absolutely no reason just doesn't have anything yep other than like maybe who has the who has the who is young and hung uh old and young is dan Rourke and wow so hung is drew davis because he's got a hog or because he hangs a slider because he hangs a slider. <laughs> Wink. Drew, reach out to us. Let us know if it's because you got a hog. <laughs> yeah, let us let us know what the reason is. Let I'm, us know. We'll sure. reveal it on the next episode. Could be both. Um, could be both. Could be both. Uh, stay tuned. But, yeah, I mean, I thought it was very surprising that you see, you don't see too often in these Blitzball games, back-to-back, zero-run innings. And I thought it said a lot about the resiliency of Forgotten Rotten to get a zero on Hookline's board after just going over themselves. Yeah, in a bad um, way. I, and I didn't even realize this until Trevor came back out and Rose announced like he can pitch the rest of the game because he can't hit his maximum. I was like, holy shit, yep. they didn't get an out in that inning. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, yeah, but yep. like you're saying, um, they sure put, they put up a zero. Uh, after getting shut out in the previous inning, yeah. in the bottom of the first, um, even after they were able to strike back and and shut down Hookland Sinker and keep it five nothing, I'm like, they still are they're still going to lose. Like that I mean, that Hook that was shut, sh- shutting down Forgotten Ron's offense in the first inning after making like, Trevor look like shit was humongous. Hookline was pitching with a confidence and batting with a confidence that we have never really seen before um, from them. Where even in the bottom of the second, what do they have to play for? You know, like there's no tense moment for them. You saw Drew on the mound, even after he gives up the home run to to Trevor. It was kind of like, whatever, like. Just one. I think they knew. Like we keep getting Trevor out. Trevor finished, you know, with a very un-Trevor-like line of one for four. Yeah. Dan Rourke, one for four also. Mm. Um, you know, Drew, he let the home run go, and he was like, who gives a shit? Let me just get this next guy. Yeah, I, I think and they, they see Dan, too. and they're like, well, Dan already made two outs. I don't think right. that Trevor's going to come up. I don't think they're going to hit four more home runs in a row. Or like, or get, like, It would be so hard for them to score four runs when there's nobody on base and there's two outs. It's, it's just, uh, well, now I do, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know at the time. Now we know that. <laughs> now we know that. Now we know that. But, um, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, very funny that Drew did not realize he made the final out of the game. Yeah, because I mean, um, it, ha- it happened. It happened quick. It was just a bouncer, and Drew was like, "Ooh, I thought there was two outs." It was really funny seeing him go from like locked in to like giddy, jumping up and like, down. Wait, we're in. We're we're going. We we're did the next it. Round. Fanfare from the crowd was underwhelming for the I, actual uh, win itself. I mean, during the whole game, I I don't know if the team if the I'm sorry, the crowd was rooting for Rotten or something because I felt the whole game. And then, again, like after talking to Jimmy, they could have just been fucking exhausted. They could have been the whole right. crowd could have been so so tired from trying to put on energy for four days in a row. But it felt right. like the fact that Rotten was going down so easily, and maybe just because the game wasn't a game, it was never close. 
that didn't help the energy audience either. Audience energy? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I get it, though. I do get it. Um, the game did also end very abruptly. Yeah. Where it kind of didn't feel real that, you know, when you go out, and I know this is not going to sound right coming out of my mouth, but, like, give it a chance. Uh-oh. When you come out, you want to go out with a bang and not a whimper. <laughs> and a, sl- a soft ground ball is kind of a whimper, right? Like, you go down swinging with a stri- in a strikeout. Strikeouts are inherently exciting, right? Walk-off home runs, inherently exciting. Yeah. A weak ground ball back to the pitcher while you are going out, like, no pun intended, while you are going out swinging. Yeah. It's not really the most exciting way to lose a game. Yeah, I think the, the whimper is a perfect way to put it. Um, I, that sounded so right coming out of your mouth. I gotta say, thanks. Yeah, I spent years working on that. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Very well crafted. Hyperbolic time chamber <laughs> locked in there. Put me in there with Goku and Vegeta. Oh yeah. Uh, no, that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. It, it's like I, I think it would, maybe it would be a little more exciting in that moment if there were bases loaded and like then you're a little bit scared to just drop the ball because sometimes you have those moments where it's coming to you and like it's really easy but if i fuck well, it up i mean earlier on bad things happen drew almost dropped a grounder yeah with less stakes you're less likely to have the yips right yeah. right i mean i feel almost like rude saying that it was an anticlimactic ending but it was yeah. You know, I mean, great for a hook line. I love hook line. Well-documented hook line fan. Um, but I kind of wanted more out of Rotten at the end of this game. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, part of me feels like, I, I, I know the announcers were joking, but I sort of agreed with them even before they said it, that it felt like Ploof, Maybe not. Maybe Dad is because he didn't have his day and he knew that it was an elimination game. But it felt like the two of them kind of checked out, especially once they didn't score in the first inning. They're like, "Well, this is over." Because that's how I felt as a fan too. I'm like, "Well, this is over," and you could tell by their body language they might have felt that same way. Right. So you know, you know what the scores were for their two games, right? For whose two games? Rotten Hook Line. Because this was is it, their second game. Was it, re- was it uh, reversed? Almost that Rotten won oh, the first game one. Four, four to one. Okay. So yeah, honestly, it was, since their first loss, Hookline's looked great. Hookline, after like when Drew figured it out in the second game, uh, was it the sec their second game? Sorry, because it was that that was the game that was the tale of two Drews. Mm-hmm. They have looked like one of the best teams. In the whole tournament. Oh, yeah. That was the episode where you um, said you wanted to say that. And then I was like, here, this kind of looks like it was the tail two And you fucking just took it from it. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but they... It, it feels weird because they've looked to be the hottest team, the best team since that switch was flipped. But I kind of have this feeling of like, okay, when's this ride going to end, though? Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's, it's so rude to say. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. Um, <laughs> I think you you're going to mad at yourself. Like, and it's so rude to say, Peter, don't say, don't say bad, Peter, bad, Peter. <laughs> I was trying so hard to keep it in. Uh, um, my soccer team just scored. <laughs> like a um, Jekyll and Hyde moment. 
but like, it feels super rude to say, but the whole time I've been feeling, hey, when is this going to stop? When is Dan going to come back to Earth? When is Drew going to, you know, stop being stellar and just be above average again? Super rude to say, but now I'm going into full fan mode and I'm saying that's not going to happen. They're I mean, going to remain to be fantastic. I'd say for even the rest this, of time. this version of Dan Canobio is the version that has come down to earth because he was better in roulette. So theoretically, he could he could still go up a tick and go back to roulette Dan. And Drew Davis I mean, has yes. been playing this game for as long as anybody else with, with like with this crew. Um, yeah. He could have just this could be his breakout year. I mean, maybe the two of them just keep going. I mean, Dan does to your point. Dan does still Canobio does still have one of the lower batting averages in the tournament with yeah. a I think he is only he is one two third lowest in the tournament mm. yeah with the, only the Colin, guy just, but when he hits he hits barrels he's got barrels for days Colin and Joe's are the only ones below him mm. um and it's rude because they've been so good great um they took the goal away uh-huh. so it was all for nothing there you go good um you know, but when Dan does hit, to your point, Dan, when Dan does hit, he hits four runs, and he's been driving in runs, and he's been doing a great job this whole time. He's doing a fantastic job, you know, and unlike, you know, it's weird to say, but Colin and Joe's not weird to say that one. Dan's performing on the pitching side of the ball as well. You know, he yeah. is currently tied with Jack. For the least amount of walks given up, um, yeah, he knows how to throw that fastball, and he also learned a new pitch in this game too. Like he finally learned how to throw the sidearm two seamer, so right that helps his mix too. That was so funny. He's like, oh, I learned how to throw like, this. That's cool. Learned a new pitch. I, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, eventually you see everybody else doing it. Like I could do that too if I, if I want. Yeah. So now I mean, that's a, it's it's simple and it still has kind of the same tail that his over the top fastball does, but it's still a right. new arm angle and. Everyone has so much trouble with the lefty, so now another lefty arm angle. That could be used. That could be useful. I'm I'm really like just straight up all of the unbiasedness out of this podcast right now. I want hook line to win mm-hmm. even more than I did before. Okay. Um I think I'm with you. Is that your are you wow. smiling at me hoping that I would say that? <laughs> like, come on, be on yeah. my side. Please. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, well, we'll we'll save that for for previews. I'll, I'll I'll dive deeper into what I'm feeling. Previews, previews. Uh, gee, are we done with the analysis? You got anything else you want to say? I Drew mean, Davis really. is really Trev's dad. Game. Drew Davis is Trev's dad uh, on the mound and the on the plate. Yeah, Drew owns Trevor, um, completely. Yeah, it, it was crazy. I, you know, Trev is. If this gets back to him, I'm sure it's going to light a fire under his ass and. You know, he'll take a picture of me to the next tournament and rip it in half after he hits five home love, runs in one game. I'd love to see that. <laughs> um, no shot he does that. But, you know, he Drew is out, Trev's dad. He And, you know, knowing Trev, which I don't, he's going to work his ass off and try to take revenge on Drew next time around. You know, so the other I'm side of that coin interested is... interested to see that next time. I, I think next tournament, if Hillclan Sinkers wins, with your support behind them, Every game next tournament, they're gonna also bring a picture of you, but they're gonna kiss it after yeah. they both chug a glass of a glass of milk, a glass of chocolate milk, 
chocolate and milk. with with their chocolate milk mustaches, they're gonna kiss the the picture of you. Hook line and is that's gonna be their their tradition before every game next next season. If they, I win. just want to be, I just want to be, hook lines, manager. To be out, I'll be to out wear, there. Wear I'll suit. be dressed up, dressed. No, no, not in a suit. In like old school baseball managers, where they wear the uniforms too. Okay, so but I'm gonna be your manager. And you're I'm going to wear, wear a suit behind you, so we're kind of like... You're going to wear a suit yeah. with sunglasses. And I'm managing you. You're managing me. You yell at me every inning. <laughs> It'll be fun. Every pitch. I think this is our ticket to the, to the next tournament. This is our ticket to the next tournament. <laughs> so I'll be managing. Brendan will be managing me. Um, yeah. Good. I think, so, I think that wraps it up. I think it wraps it up. Can you tell we're tired? <laughs> Player of the game. Player of the game. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Has player of the game. I mean, we've been having him up all episode long. It's Drew Davis. the The magic of mm-hmm. his underarm pitch has not worn off. He's still dotting the top pipe with it, which is really cool to see. Uh, location's good, even when it's not good. It, it has. It's a good plop, uh, which I had before this podcast, actually. Hell um, yeah. It just, it's, it's just got such movement that even when he misses location, it's just such a different look from all the other pitchers. It's really, really important to have different looks because a lot of people in the tournament throw the same pitch from the same arm angle, and when you just look that much different, it helps. And that's why hookline sinkers can be really good because they have two guys that have really different looks on the on the mound. Really important. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, Drew Davis also hit two bombs and leads the league now in home runs. So that's that's incredible. Both sides of the ball. Yeah, and he better. looked like a giant. You, you mentioned that in your notes. Did he look that tall, or is he just like a lanky kid? I think it was like just up against the uh, the strike zone. I okay. looked at him and I was like, "Is Drew Davis six foot four? Is Drew Davis like, taller than the strike on? zone? The only player taller than the strike zone? <laughs> is Drew Davis the only player in the tournament who's taller than strike zone? I'm not sure. He looked really tall, but then like towards the end of the game, like when he was talking to everybody else, I was like, "No, he's normal sized. Why does he just look like a he's giant? Normal, yeah, he's shorter he's than the, the strike zone." He's shorter than the strike zone. I, we're, I think we're inviting more. It's really uh, tough, DMs Jimmy. You need to stop Davis. making the strike zone taller than the players. Yeah, you got you got to keep it at least seven feet. Six, six feet at maximum. Seven feet at minimum. Seven feet at minimum. Six feet at maximum. Uh, Drew Davis was the best player in this game by a country mile. Um, you know, he had two strikeouts, really efficient pitching. You're like, yeah, he did have the home run he gave up to Trevor. Yeah, he did have one walk. But for the most part, like, you're not seeing a line like that for most of these pitchers. Yeah. Um, he has an inflated pitch total just because Trevor had an amazing at-bat where it felt like he fouled off the ball ten times in a row. Um, and then at the plate, he earned a walk, got two home runs, all five runs driven in by him. Uh, he was great under pressure, and he's really like making a late run at this MVP category yeah. because he is doing it on both sides of the ball at an elite rate. But I also want to quickly say you just reminded me. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's true because you said the thing about the pitch count. Uh, I, I didn't say thank you, by the way. Uh, Drew Davis, Davis throws almost exclusively like three quarters or straight underarm, like we've been talking about. Submarine. So when I, when I oh. can't throw over the top because it hurts. A lot of times, the sidearm, three-quarters, submarine, doesn't hurt for whatever reason. I don't know if this is yep, true for Drew same Davis. Same here. Sidearm, I, I, sidearm I and submarine does not hurt That could really help shoulder. his longevity. Like everyone else is probably dying right now, 
Andrew Davis is like, you fucking idiot, just fucking throw underarm. Yeah. Like, that really might be helping well, him a lot. Throw granny the style. Throw granny style. <laughs> Throws with two hands. Um, <laughs> it was... Um, it, that's an interesting point. Yeah. That's a really interesting point. That might help. It, 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 it does seem like people are struggling with that. Uh, like Trevor said it, too, in the, in the games. Like, every time I throw a, that breaking ball, he's like, that fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does seem like people are really struggling with that. Uh, you know, lower arm slot, submarine style, sidearm style pitch that he throws. And yeah. like you've seen Dan Canobio adopt it a little bit. And it's working out great. We might see a whole, um, a whole evolution next tournament where everyone's throwing underarm because it works and also it might help uh, longevity. Well, I know for me, when I play backyard, I tried to, I was experimenting with sidearm for a long time because it was the only arm slot that didn't kill my shoulder whenever yeah. i threw it mm-hmm. uh now i don't care because it doesn't yeah. hurt that much yeah. but because i've i've now gone back when i was in high school i threw shot put and it was a totally different shoulder motion now i'm far enough removed that the normal pitching motion is okay for my shoulder again yeah um but yeah drew davis is he has really been in these last two games at the very least he has seemed like the not only the best pitcher in the tournament, but the best player in this tournament. Wow. Him I and praise, Sammy. It's him and Sammy. Him, Sammy, and Lou, I think, are my top three okay. for MVP right now. That's fair. That's fair. Which right. is so unfair to Zoe because Zoe's had a great tournament, but it just hasn't been to the level that those three guys have had because yeah. they could do it on both sides. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're much different in the mound. No offense. Yeah. No offense. We love you, Zoe. Please keep reaching you, out Zoe. to us. Play of the game. Play the game. <laughs> was that a new one? Uh, yeah, it, it, sounded, like, it was like ha 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 ha. The back kind of weird. Yo, there is a fist fight happening in this game. Hell right yeah, now. that is crazy. Is it to the players' moms? This is getting huh? Is it to the players' moms? Yeah, it's the two referees. <laughs> They're just going at it. Um, play of the game. This was a tough one for me, legitimately. Um, I think I'm going to go with Drew Davis's first home run. Okay. Do you like that? Just because that gave Hookline the momentum. Um and it really like got them going and kind of rattled Trevor a little bit at least from a fan perspective. I don't know if it actually did. Yeah. But it rattled Trevor a little bit. You don't see Trev um talking to himself like that. And then Drew hits a home run, and it's like, oh fuck! It was that Trevor's was talking funny. to himself, like, oh man, I'm you know you're really good, like fucking shut this kid up. Next pitch, home run, and then yeah, there's a world where that looks really cool. Where he's like, you know what? I'm Trevor Plouffe. I'm two time champion. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm awesome. This is gonna be so easy. I'm just gonna shut them down, and I'm gonna take some momentum. I'm just gonna shut them the fuck up. First pitch, yeah. boom. <laughs> and then Dan hits a double. That's like a centimeter away from being a home run. Right. Just too much. Then Drew drive. hits another home run. Yep. And it just kills him, but it doesn't start without that first home yeah. run from Drew. Yeah. So that's my play of the game for sure. Absolutely. All right. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. 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 All right. I got I to gotta run out of here pretty soon. So let's do hey, pre- howdy, our previews. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And then <laughs> let's do our previews and uh, go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. We got ice versus the hook line sinkers and i said it before i said it again 
Oakland's winning every game for the rest every of the game tournament. for the rest of the eternity. For the rest of the eternament. I am Buzz. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hey, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Disney Pixar's classic Toy Story. That's the shark when he's wearing Woody's cowboy hat. <laughs> it's as he a comes really out good joke. Rock. It's a really good joke. It's a really good joke. You had to be there. I want to say something different than you, but I'm worried yeah. that we got ice lost in such like I don't know dramatic Listen, fashion. If I if I could play devil's advocate for you, I've already said I think Hookline's going to win. Yeah, I think Jack is looking to make a statement in the next game after getting okay. smacked around. He wants to get back to Como. I agree. Do I, I, I know happen? they do. I, oh, of course they want to get back Hulk there. Hulkline's too hot right now. I, th- I think that they got knocked down a peg because they were so close to winning and then all of a sudden just got shut up. Like, no, you're not going to yeah. beat us. Like, you guys, uh, Sorry, like, it's really cute. You guys thought you were going to just like shut us down right now, but I'm Sammy Reiser. I'm just going to hit homers off you really quick. Um, I think that might have shaken them up a little bit. And I got to keep going back to the whole like human aspect of it. They're probably so exhausted. Everyone's exhausted. And maybe Jack right. is tired, like we were saying last episode. Um, Hookline's I mean, got the momentum, but I also said momentum's not real favorite... before, so I don't know what I, what I believe anymore. <laughs> right. Well, it comes down to my favorite thing in sports, and that is resiliency. Is we got yes. ice resilient enough to come back from that like absolute neutering performance yeah. that Como gave them and do it against Hookline Sinker to go back and prove that they're not bitches I, against I, Como? I believe that they are. Um, bitches? That's I, I believe that they are bitches. That's wild. You apologize to them right now. They're good men. I apologize. They're good family men. I apologize. Wait, Ice is going to win. Okay. Okay? You're wrong. But they're good family men. They're good family men. Would they win the parenting contest? Oh, hi, Peter. Oh, hi, Peter. Is that what you meant by family men? Yeah. Obviously. Okay. But yeah. I think that Hookline's going to win. You think that We Got Ice is going to win. Brendan... You didn't get your prediction right for this one, but do you want to uh, give us a prediction for the next one? I also didn't get the prediction right. You know, I almost predicted again because it was so good last time that there's going to be another three home runs, and I would have been right. What you would have been. What a fucking idiot. You know what? Do it now. All right. Three home runs. <laughs> next game. <laughs> Easy win. I'm placing the bet on DraftKings right now. <laughs> wow. That didn't take too much convincing. Easy. I think it was so funny that, like, it was either the last episode or two episodes ago. Uh, I was like, wow, it really feels like there haven't been too many homers. And then in this one, they were like, and now we, there's been 17 home runs in this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there was the two in the first one? Ever. Did you see that? There was two? Either one or two. It was an insane number for Let's Ball Battle 1. That's crazy. Ridiculous. That is crazy. I mean, they, I mean, I they, guess they I get fixed it. the fuck out of the tournament. Like, every really year, like, let's, let's figure out the offense from two to 17. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's much better. They really did. Um, my prediction will be that Dan Canobio gets four outs for hook line. Ooh, that's fun. Save Drew's arm for the final. That's a very sophisticated prediction by you. Thank you. Lots of homers, and you're like really thinking about it. They will have efficient pitching. (laughs) The pitching team will be will pitch very efficiently. (laughs) Prediction. (laughs) Book it. All right, I'm betting that on DraftKings too, just because the way Draft you said Kings, it. DraftKings, DraftKings new sponsor, bets on Blitzball Battle, efficient, efficient, thousand dollars, efficient. Bet a thousand, win a thousand. That's our motto. Bet a thousand, win a thousand. Bet another thousand, win another 
thousand. It keeps working. It's economics. Learn, 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 learn. It's economics pod. Business major, business major, business master, business master. That business doctorate, <laughs> business doctorate. Are you just saying words now? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm really if you, sorry. you got anything else you want to say? No. <laughs> business master, business master. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>